gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast to where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Yeehaw! I don't know why I did that. Uh, joining me once again is an illustrious panel of people, because we got people here. We need people to talk about wrestling. Unless we get some, some bots that'll buy up all the goddamn graphics cards and the PlayStations and shit. And I can't get none, but I got one, so I'm good. See, got my controller right here. <laughs> so we good to go. Gentlemen and lady, how we doing, everybody? How we doing? Game day, ain't it? Game day. Go box. Feel salty by showing me a PS5 controller. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'll put this off camera somewhere where you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing I'd been knowing I'd been on the hunt for one. Hey man, you, you've been checking at the um, freaking AFIS and goddamn the PX in I've exchange. Been, I've been I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> so so what we got on the agenda today, folks? I, I know Nick has some thoughts and prayers on his mind and stuff. Uh, I just figured we kind of do a recap of what we talked about last week with the Rumble. If we're all happy or not happy or mad or not mad. Well, in regards to the Rumble on the lady side or whatever, let's ask Miss Dominique here or whatever. Because last episode, we were all unanimous across the board. I think it was like maybe five or six of us on the podcast. And all of us said Bianca Belair. Were you in agreement with this? Or who did you have somebody else pick for the Women's Royal Rumble? No, I had Bianca. Word. So see, look. It's even, even though I feel like she should have won last year, but I think they thought it might have been too soon. So that's mm -hmm. why they went ahead and did it for this year. I, I feel so, the same way. Um, last time when we talked about this, um, I wanted to echo what Sam Roberts was saying when she was down in NXT. Everybody was like, oh, Bianca Belair is the best thing since sliced bread. And Sam Roberts was the only one to be like, nah, I don't think she ready. She ain't got that polish. And I agreed with him. Then Mark Henry jumped down his ass and shit, talking about he's going to beat him up or some shit, like how he do. Threaten well, to keep him arm shit. But, but, yeah, I don't think she was ready. And then um, to think about last year, like how you saying, I don't think she was ready then either. But maybe now. Might be the time. Did you hear Paul Heyman gas her up on uh, Talking Smack? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, great. Well, if, I was, if I was Montez Ford, I would have been in the background like, hey, man. <laughs> What's going on, player? Because <laughs> he, he buttered that bread real nice. <laughs> was anyone else watching the Rumble last? I don't know if it's because I was more excited, but man, that like boys match like actually took like energy out of my body. That by the time the men's match came, I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> I highly agree because I was like, I started getting sleep abs. I didn't yell myself to death, and I was like, okay, damn, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Well, especially when it came down to Rhea, Rhea and Bianca. I don't think anyone thought it was going to be Rhea and Bianca. I thought when you saw that final three, you're like, oh, well, it's going to be Charlotte and one of them. And then when it was oh, done, hell, I was like, oh, my God. Paul Heyman was sitting game, man. I, I want to see a young Paul. I want to see a documentary on young Paul Heyman before he, you know, got transformed life of professional wrestling and shit. I want to see if he was a player back in high school and shit. Oh, look who we got. 
Hey, there he is. Is that Teddy Meat? No. Oh, he got the bionic elbow on. See, I, we the only one with wrestling themed shirts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hear you, man, boy. Here you go. I got, well, at least I, uh, uh. I got my DJ brand shirt. <laughs> yeah, put that Dallas shit I'm representing, shit up. uh, I'm representing. Thank I'm you, take off that Dallas shit. I can buy it. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Ah. <laughs> I got it before. You can't hear your homeboy. Oh, I don't have time. Yeah, I think he's coming back in. But no, I thought that match, I thought that women's match was great. I thought that was great from start to finish. It was great. Some of the returns, which we, I remember I was saying, I read that Trish was supposed to come back, but there was no Trish. I don't know. You read that from who? A pretty verified site that it says shit all the time. Nah. I think anytime it has anything yeah. to do with women, it's gonna be like Trish coming, Trish coming. <laughs> yeah. What do you do guys think was the best return for women? Mine was Naomi, but I guess past people. Hey. <laughs> Don't mind my sister. I'm glad I had it on me. Good lord. <laughs> can y'all hear me now? Can y'all hear me yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, you can hear your soft we and savory voice. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I like this. They streaming. He just has that. Oh, he just yeah. has that sweet, sweet radio voice. Yes. All Welcome right. Now coming up to the stage is Diamond. <laughs> Welcome back to WGHZ. Playing the classic hits and oldies. What's going on, everybody? Uh, why ain't you doing a quiet? Why ain't you doing no quiet storm oh, hey, down hey. there? Oh, yeah. Come on in for the quiet storm. <laughs> Oh, you know. Oh, y'all should have been on. Y'all should have been on Call of Duty. He's got the music. Y'all should have. Y'all should have heard us on Call of Duty when we're sitting there and Rob started started singing "My Body" by uh, uh, LSG. Oh Lord, that was funny. That was funny. I couldn't help how feeling going through my body, my body, all over your body. <laughs> what was the other song? We went through a couple songs. That's the crazy. Nah, man, I, I don't know. I was just going. It was going through me. I didn't know what was taking over my body at the time. The music was just hitting us. <laughs> but uh, Victoria, to answer your question, Mr. Brock. Victoria was mine. I seen. Her, I was like, what? Yeah. The- so, so what is the question? Favorite return from the women's rumble, Victoria. Obviously, we. Yeah, you were here last week, so we all were obviously happy. Bianca, Victoria, but you know what? It was nice to see Jillian Hall again. That was Billy hilarious. And Jilly. Jilly. Yeah, Billy and Jillian. Jillian. Yeah. Oh, we popped so hard okay, when we so saw Jillian Hall. Not, can you just can we just unanimously say that Billy Kay was the MVP of the Rumble? Yeah, I can say that. She was great. She was great. She was good. She was good. She was great. She was greatness. That's my that's my Billy. But yeah, no, Victoria, Victoria was my favorite overall when she came back. Because as Carl knows, Victoria is one of my favorites of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're close, Brian. You know what I, I'm talking I, about. I know. I know. But yeah, I'm, I'm happily taken. So I, I like how she matched Peyton on the uh, wait, little. Is this, 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's the exact point I was going to bring up or whatever. I was like, wait a minute, Peyton does her move. And then they did it. And I was like, oh, nostalgia. Did, exactly. I, I remember Victoria's theme, but didn't she have like an even cooler, like rock star theme back in the day too, though? She had the um, she had all the look. things you said song. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I wish she would have uh, My tattoo. I liked that one. I Copyrights, liked that one. No. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> I would like. Yeah, to yeah. I, 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 I want to agree with him that I had both of the winning picks as well. Woo. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just want to know how your Alice the Black pick worked out. <laughs> hey, get out of here! Hey, go the fuck home, man. Boy, hey, Hey man, I that thought he was gonna make an appearance. I thought he was gonna at least make an appearance. Yeah. Hey man, he might be standing in solidarity with, with his old lady, man. They might be like, because hey. they usually do like that with couples or whatever. One of them leave, then the other one kind of fade off on TV and everything. And I don't know. I still have, well, I'm on TV, but then she went through a table for ten weeks in a row. So. Yeah, yeah they she, either get punished or they disappear. She did get her but justification by eliminating uh, Naya. That is which which you said you said that you yeah said that, that she get opportunity for the titles after she doesn't get beat up for all this time yeah, yeah I, mean, I want to see that Naomi win them to me I think she's still injured to an extent because if you would look at her right knee the way that she was walking down the ramp it was still kind of like you you could tell it's still swollen to some extent like she was trying not to put too too much weight on it. But you just trying to be out there, and I'm like, this girl finna get hurt all over again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's just that good of an actor. Ooh. Oh, dear. Oh, like okay. <laughs> Rob, how big did you pop when Naomi came out? Boy, I mean, I had to put a blanket over my lap, but that's how big I popped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit. shit. We all know <laughs> we all know Rob's a big Naomi fan. Oh yeah, man. That skirt came out there. I was like, whoa, this is cool. Then she pulled the skirt off and I was like, whoa, that's even better. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Horns. Were you, that, horns that match did start off with a lot Were of cake. They, uh, so much cake. Were you, that was, were that you surprised that they had Edge and Bel Air both have low numbers? Hmm. Or no? Didn't think about that. Well, I, I think for Edge or whatever, even if he didn't win, they wanted him to have that um, longest run time or whatever, whatever, some kind of accolade to put up on his belt, even if he don't win the title. For you know whoever he challenged or whatnot, just have some. I knew record. I knew he was gonna win when he came out at number one. So I was like, ah, that that's gonna rewrite Bedwar right there. Yeah, that's what, um, such a I bad, said the same they thing. Did, they did such a they did such a bad job. Edge just couldn't wait to be in the rumble, so he came out first. So what happened? Him and Randy Orton pushed each other in Gorilla, and Edge said, "No, I'm going out first. That that's exactly what I said. The moment I realized Edge was coming out number one, I'm like, wait, I thought he was number two. As soon as I saw him come out as number one, I was like, all right, he's winning this thing. Like, legitimately thought he was winning this Yeah, they're going to have him go the distance. But it was good. I mean, you know, I I believe that might have been the planned switch last minute. Be like, oh, uh, let's uh, let's do that thing real quick. And just nobody cared, though. I don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, it's only 
before Edge, there was two per people who done it. So I might be one of them. And this is another thing, too. It's just like, what if he did come out at number two? I mean, it would have been the same time anyway, unless they start the clock when you make your entrance, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, you know what, though? I'm telling you, it's because of that by the numbers video. Every time they do it, yeah. only two people have won at number one, including WWE All-Famer Shawn Michaels. Now they can throw it yeah. into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're what about Canadian with another that? Canadian. <laughs> True. Yeah, you notice it's just been nothing but Canadians that ever done that. Well, no, no, Shawn Michaels did it. Yeah, he might be Canadian. No, what if what Texas about all the way? <laughs> no, no disrespect, don't, that Texas. Don't you take her in Texas? People. All right, well, well he, he, the whole of Shawn Michaels is Texas, but his wandering eyes Canadian. Wow. Oh, no, yeah. that's that's Texas all the way. The whole of Shawn Michaels is Texas, but the ball spot is Canadian. Texas. All right. <laughs> I tried to compliment. I love Texas. So. <laughs> no, nah, that's all Texas right there. San Antonio, Texas. Not Houston. San Antonio, yes. You go out there that. on the river walk and you like, God damn. Ooh. I will say San Antonio, <laughs> San Antonio is a beautiful place. I had a chance to stay there for a couple of days when I was a truck driver. So very yeah. beautiful place. I, 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 I worked there for, for two weeks straight. So... I went to the river walk. I, I went to eat at Joe's. Um, uh, not a uh, Joe's. Um, was that a uh, Dick's last? Resort? Oh yeah, but it's oh, closed oh, yeah, down. It's closed down too. now because of the uh, pandemic. So I was mad the last time I went. Yeah, man, you just can't have no dicks running wild during the pandemic. Or whatnot. Not at all. Not a dick to be found. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, I mean, Edge. I'm just. I like what they're doing. They kind of did the same thing with Charlotte anyway. They're just kind of rehashing it this year with Edge. You know, she went to brand to brand challenging. Well, putting the hint in at which one she was going to challenge for the title NXT, uh, WWE heavyweight and the uh, universal title. I think it's kind of bullshit that they only make NXT relevant for, you know, occasional things instead of daggone all the goddamn time, you know? True. Yeah. There are, there are rumors, though, that the NXT you, title will be defended at Mania this year. It so should be. Wh whether it's Edge or not, the title should be defended. I, and I agree with that. It should. Especially they're not going to take it. They're not going to have a takeover. If, if it is happening, you've got to. Yeah. 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 So you got to think they if they're doing it. They should, yeah, they should all cross-brand cross -brand, cross -brand <laughs> promote for at least the big four pay-per-views. Survivor Series, Royal Agreed, Rumble. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania and uh, SummerSlam that you all oh, even if it's just it's NXT takeovers. men's and women takeovers back then were so successful that they, right, it was one of those like if it, if it ain't broke don't try to fix it you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah that's true you gotta yeah. think though if they defend the NXT title at Mania you gotta assume it's gonna be Balor and Cross right I would assume so especially with Cross's entrance like it's such a theatrical entrance yeah. that it has to be like WrestleMania is a perfect stage for that. And it's the same thing with Balor because we all know as much as he's going with the, the Prince gimmick right now, the demon is still like the over the top entrance for the guy. So it could give him a reason to bring the demon entrance back. And we have not yeah. had that at WrestleMania yet. True. Yeah, we had yeah. 35. Yeah, we did. We, no, we he wasn't there. One time. <laughs> yep. Was yeah. he? No, 35. He did. Oh, he came he back the day after. Yeah. Remember? No. Was no, that was at the. That was there. Yeah. No, 35. 35. Really? Yeah, 35. He did the demon against Bobby Lashley. 
Yeah. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was that Rob, awesome? <laughs> yeah. That was there. Was like a squash you match. Were there. Yeah, we were there. I was there. there. You sure? I'm trying to. Yes, I got videos on. Yeah, do that. Do that. There you go. For me, it's like this. My mind wiped it right to the camera. My mind wiped that shit. You know how I feel about Finn Balor. (laughs) Yeah. I think if they do it too, they might have Balor win and Cross come back the next night at Mania at Raw or something. True. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. But what about Bad Bunny? He almost broke his damn ankle. That was funny. (laughs) He did better than Snoop. But yeah. Broke his damn First off, he didn't get as high as Snoop. That's because well, Snoop's taller. He fell far. He fell far. You don't get it, dude. Snoop he is long. He don't I got Snoop you. just went forward. Right. Snoop I'm telling fell you, I with really Prince. think they're going to do Damian. They're going to do Damian Priest and Bad Bunny against them two at Mania. It's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that'll be my bathroom break. And I'm all for it. But but this this the thing though. So. We have if if they did that, Ms. Morrison, uh, Priest, Bad Bunny. Where does this put the Miz with the briefcase? It's just there. It's just there. I mean, pretty much. What it, to me, it's like it's going to remind me of what happened with Rollins at like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was thirty-one, where he jobbed out in the beginning of the night to Randy Orton, and then later on in the night tried to come in and cash in and successfully won the title. So maybe that's a spark for the Miz. Like he eats an L day one against Bad Bunny, but then day two he comes in and cashes in on whoever is the world champion at the at the time. So it could be something like that. See, I think they're gonna go the Edge route. I think he's gonna try because it's very. I think we can all agree it's gonna be Edge versus Roman. So they're probably gonna do the WWE Championship either contender or WWE probably WWE title match in the chamber. And they'll probably have him do a fail cash in against Drew. That's what I think. At the okay. end of the night. See, my thing is, and it's funny because we were uh, Carl came over yesterday and we were watching Talking Smack. And they were literally building it to the point where Adam Pierce is going to get fired because he hasn't announced what's going on with Elimination Chamber yet. And Elimination Chamber, as much as it's not like a great pay-per-view to some people, it's a very important stop on the way to WrestleMania because it determines who's the number one contender for yes. whatever said title is available that the main event or the Royal Rumble where doesn't choose. Or so, even to the effect of it might change who's in the main event of WrestleMania. If they exactly. Go that way. <laughs> exactly. So, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, very important think- to whoever, you know, gets that opportunity. Oh, go ahead, Nick. And you got to think because I think Rob, I think Rob was there. Elimination Chamber 2019. That set Kofi Mania off even more, and the women's tag titles were defended in that. True. Oh yeah. So I mean, like it, it depends. So it, the, like, it, they really the, have to I figure think, out what they're going to do with the chamber. Yeah, and everything is on like the 21st or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, February 21st is the Elimination Chamber. The one after March 21st is the next pay per view, and then. Exactly. The, yeah, the tenth and the eleventh. Yeah, all got ones. They're doing, a, they're doing a pay per view. Yeah, they're doing a pay per view three weeks before Mania with Fastlane. I don't like that personally. I could see if you honestly did a Saudi show because not much will change. But oh, who show? <laughs> I think that so, deal is probably Saudi dead Arabia in the water. Shit. You mean the Blood Money? Okay. 
Yeah. I think they're done with that, though. I think they weaseled their way out of that one. <laughs> COVID could have been the best thing before. I think it's just on hold for the pandemic. Well, uh, just a good question right here. Does the briefcase carry over to NXT? I mean, I would imagine so if the Royal Rumble winner can challenge the NXT uh, title holder. So, I mean, I think yeah. the briefcase would be valid down in NXT as well. Which I would like to see that happen. That would be some good shit. I'm actually for that too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, it's, it's, it's something. So who do you, and then who, that, that'd be another thing too. So the real thing is, it said any champion, right? I want to see more of a challenge, uh, uh, intercontinental champion, uh, U.S. champion, or some shit, just because you know. <laughs> All right, they would. I mean, I they, they wouldn't do that. Group, uh, Somebody would be a champion. champion. If you got that, you gotta aim high. You gotta aim high with. Well, no, but if you got sound logic behind See, it, was, you can be a veteran like Edge and be like, well, I never had this title or this title, so I want that title, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good point. But who do, you, who, do you guys, who do you guys honestly think is going to challenge Drew at Mania? Honestly? Why not have the Miz? Like, he's already got the briefcase. If there's no real contender for the title, why not give Miz the shot? Because think of it like this, right? Who is a credible contender on Monday Night Raw aside from Sheamus right now? Credible? No one. <laughs> Brock. So, <laughs> hence the briefcase. The briefcase is your shot. The briefcase is your golden ticket. You can call your shot whenever you want. Why not have Miz just say, you know something? Screw it. There's no real contender. There's nobody going anywhere. I'm officially cashing in at WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. And get a main event spot. Why not do something like that? Yeah, and that's very Miz like as well. He's like, I am Mr. WrestleMania. I am the main event. So mm-hmm. there it is. But he always like to wait till people get the shit beat out of them and then try to come out there and cash in. Which that's is why you spot. have Morrison as the backup plan. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Keith Lee in a bad way. I, I don't know. Like I I'm I love Keith Lee. Oh, true, true. You know something? I'm not even mad at that. I actually oh, I am all that. for the gender story because everyone's yeah. biggest concern with gender was is gender gonna when that whole rumor about you know oh the ending of the rumble is gonna piss a lot of people off. What if that story was supposed to be gender and people got wind of it and were like, oh no, I don't want that. What if gender comes back because he's already came back for the uh the India show that they did recently on the network? Why not have a guy like gender come back when the Elimination chamber and have him in the main event. That's another possibility. Because, like I said, if you really think about it, at WrestleMania, there's not many face versus face world championship matches. You know what I mean? And so, honestly, and I heard, I heard over like a hundred million people watch that India special. Yeah, All India is a huge market. Too. I, I honestly, I was cool. I actually like Jinder. I like Jinder Mahal's title reign personally. I, I'm actually a fan of it too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I thought in the beginning, like when he came out with his entrance and everything, I thought it was yeah. dope. One of the best championship entrances in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a fan of gender. I I know my cohort Eddie hates him. Number fourteen, the running joke and all that stuff. But personally, <laughs> when gender won the world title, I thought it was greatness. I was like, yes, I've been waiting for a storyline where a jobber who always loses gets that one shot and actually pulls it off and wins. And, yeah. and the and best we, part about it during that pay per view was JBL. Oh. JBL was like, 
Listen, Jinder Mahal is your WWE. Hell has yes. frozen over. Pigs have flown like he was great. He sold the hell out of that. Yeah. yeah. And did it, you it, ever it, see it, the it, Indian announced team calling that match? Oh yeah, they was flipping out, boy. They was jumping off the table and everything. Yeah, India number one. India, India number, number one. one. India number like, one. India number one. Yeah, I would say this just as a to throw a wrench in the plan. Maybe Strowman. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I could see Strowman against I Drew because of the size, yeah. big, uh, the size of everything and all yeah. of that. Boy, I mean, boy, look, look at, look how I have what else, mighty what else did I have for him. <laughs> I mean, they, we, I had so much high hopes for Braun Strowman, and they just, I still do. Wash their hands with this guy or whatever, and you know. I don't. What is the problem? He could have beat Brock. He could have daggone won the title multiple times already when given the opportunity. I mean, they gave him the Goldberg win, but I mean, shit. But I don't get it. They just pulled the trigger too late on him because he should have beaten Brock. Um, he should have beaten Brock. That first time at No Mercy, then he should have beat him at Saudi. Then that should have been him in that main event against Brock, not Roman. Because you can think about it. Until pretty much the pandemic, Roman was actually still very, very over. He had that great. I thought his storyline with Bobby was good. I thought his storyline with Bobby was good. I, I can tell you right now what killed Braun Strowman. The unnecessary heel turn when he was money in the bank holder. When they, when the whole thing yeah. at SummerSlam where he had to, he was literally standing ringside. And you can ask Carl. I called that shit weeks before it happened. I said, it's going to be to the point where Strowman's going to have to be out there to save that match. And then Braun Strowman's just standing there. Then all of a sudden, he turns heel and joins up with McIntyre and Ziggler. Like, that yeah. right there was a death nail to his character. Because forgot about that. Yeah, remember but, uh, that, that that was on Codex a while back. But it, I don't know what it was. Like, Braun just, like, whenever he was on a stride and he was on a roll, WWE just kept deterring him and deterring him and deterring him, and it just made him into a joke. It's like they made him look so bad at times that it's like the fans just stopped caring about the dude. Well, then, not to well mention, yeah, because if you remember, when he came out on that match, Robin Croft. Is that how many times did he get Brock? Yeah. But if you remember, when he came out for that match, when it was Brock and Roman, he got a huge pop. Yeah, he did. That, Like I said, that was the beginning of the end. That was that moment. It was him coming out. Everyone was excited. So, then he turned heel, and it was just like, oh, now what? Imagine how much of a pop he would have got if the match ended with either one of them winning and he cashed in that. Yeah, but the thing is, he didn't. That, that's yeah. what I mean. It was the death nail. And then he did what most wrestlers don't do is he called his shot when he was going to cash in. It was like, well, what were you standing mm -hmm. outside the ring for this entire match for? It's like, why not just cash in? Yeah. Yeah, it's true what he said. Yes, Dan, and, that is a thousand percent right. And and twenty nineteen too, when he had that little, they, he was tag champs with Seth, but then they faced each other. 
they kind of dropped the ball with him there too. Yep. So it's kind of like that's when the fiend low. The fiend's still kind of up there, but that's when the fiend low key started going downhill when they had him winning titles very early and all that shit. No, it was to me with the fiend. It was the Goldberg thing. The Goldberg just ruined him. Yeah. It was just like, uh, yeah. why? Why do we do oh, this? Yeah. Why do we do this? Yeah, I'm yeah. curious what they're going to do at Mania with the Fiend and Goldberg. I mean, the Fiend and uh, Orton. Dude, I'm like, please don't wish that up, please. I don't even want Goldberg at Mania. God no, I don't want. There's no, there's literally no. Yeah, Goldberg's pudgy. He looked a little pudgy. Hey man, we had this conversation last time. I was like, what 54, 55 year old looking like that? I don't <laughs> talk about pudgy. But why was he wearing like MMA shorts too? I don't that was dumb. That that was his paycheck trunks. You know, let me get this shit over with so I can go home. He was trying Brock to be like Brock. That's the trunks you mean. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he looked just like Brock. It's it's funny, really quick. Me and Carl yesterday we're we're, we're having a discussion about Goldberg being over, right? And overrated. <laughs> pretty much. And, and that's pretty much the conversation we had. Oh. But um, but no, but like I'm sitting there, we're sitting there talking about it. I'm just like, dude, it, it's so funny to me with wrestling fans about how they're like, oh, you guys will shit on one thing, but you'll love something else. It's like, yes, there's a big, big difference. With Goldberg, we know he's only there for the belt and the money. When we talk about Edge, Edge just went through an hour-long rumble, has committed to being a full-time performer on WWE, is now working all three shows, building up all three characters, giving people rubs. And I'm not even going to get into the Sting thing because that's a, a whole different conversation within itself. But yeah. with Goldberg, it's like Goldberg has been a straight line his entire career. Who's next? Who's next? Like, there's no mm -hmm. depth to him. When we talk about Brock Lesnar, I know people shit on Brock because of the part-time deal. But if you go back and watch Brock's early stuff, this guy's doing milk and cookies with Kurt Angle in the back, fucking doing mariachi parties with Eddie Guerrero, doing the Brock party with the boombox and all this other stuff. He's hilarious. Hell, we even talked about Bob Backlund. When Bob Backlund came back in like 92, 93, Carl, did we or did we not talk about this yesterday? He went from <laughs> the good old boy waving around to a fucking psycho screaming. At the camera. Carl, what did he say when he beat Bret Hart for the world title? I am God. Like, just screws loose. Screws loose. But, like, I'm sorry. When it comes to Goldberg, yes, I am done with William. I'm done with Goldberg. I'm done with all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I'm Brian got a present. You got it, big guys, big Brian got Brian got a surprise, and Brian's surprise was supposed to come on Wednesday, but it actually is coming today. So Brian's very excited, and Brian is speaking in third person. Yes, Brian Ooh, is very doing Huh? No, it's not a pocket dog. It's a pocket what? Pocket dog. <laughs> pocket dog. Y'all oh. oh. never watch the league? Hey man, I watch it. Oh, so you're talking about the other pocket thing? No, 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 no. Pocket dog, man. When you when all else fails, you go in your pocket, you pull out a hot dog. So wait, what? So do we I don't know, man. I mean, I've, I've done that too. You'd be like, hey, girl, I got this pocket dough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trouser snake. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, wait, do we all agree that it's going to be. Al Chapman thing. 
to ever be said in Dominique's presence. I've heard worse. Oh, yeah. Especially with that guy. <laughs> Dude oh, be man. up here doing oh, everything wait, so. but professing his love for this girl on there. <laughs> Okay, because that goddamn cow will be saying anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold up. But if they do an Edge and Roman, when do you think they're going to announce have the They're having a whole sidebar in the comments. <laughs> the, wow. Yeah, what are they talking about? Next they're thing talking about, about, uh, about Paige and Woods. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, the uh, Velveteen situation and the uh, Page and Woods and all them that sex tape and all that shit they got leaked with, with the hot tag. The, the hot tag. <laughs> that was a hot tag. Yeah, I, I like to call. It like the- here you go. I, I, I'll hold it. That was the most <laughs> awkward video to watch. Have y'all seen? So, that was so disturbing. Like all forty-five times I watched that video, I still couldn't understand what was going on. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Wait, what video? Huh? No, nothing. No, nothing. it was research purposes only. That's why I watched. Yeah, it I, I do a wrestling show, so I had to, it was wrestling related. related. So I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what about Christian coming back though? That was amazing. Oh, oh Captain Charisma. That was amazing. Am I the only one that wants an Edge and Christian tag title run in 2021? Am I the only one that wants that? Nope, I'm with it. No. I'm with it. No, I'm I want. I want it. I wanted the five second pose with Riddle. Yeah, <laughs> I was and ready you know, for it. And you know what I liked about that whole thing, um, from what I can remember, is damn everybody that they put over and talked about on their podcast when they had it, they interacted with in the Rumble. So oh. Matt Riddle and all Yo, those Edge and Christian are huge. Stuff. Edge and Christian are huge Riddle fans. Yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. I'm also a huge real fan. Oh, I, dude, I made a video years ago talking about how good Matt Riddle was. Oh, wait, hold on. There you go. I just, I wanted no, to beat Bobby. Really quick, Gabe, I agree with you. He buried himself. Yeah. Velveteen Dream buried himself. He screwed his own career up, and that's on him. Because he was trying to bury himself. Yep, I agree. <laughs> with young men. I yes. agree. We can't confirm or deny, but let, let's just say Mr. Hey, Chad, my co- <laughs> uh, hold on really quick. Uh, Terrell, let's just say, hold on one second. Terrell, let's just say I know, or one of my cohorts on our show, know somebody who had direct contact with one of the people that dealt with Velveteen Dream. So let's just say it's not too alleged. Thank you, baby. Uh, uh, y'all can, hey, y'all Dana. Can, Oh, she just went out the door. Uh, you guys continue. Oh. I, I'm going to smile real quick. I, I need a smile today. So you, go right ahead. Continue. You got an unboxing. <laughs> I do got an unboxing. Documents. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been keeping oh, up yeah, on that. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're we doing an unboxing. Okay, so I will do an unboxing. What's in the box? What's in the box? All right, Brad Pitt. Oh, you ready? Y'all ready for this? Yes. Let's just say that this is something that I'm definitely gonna enjoy using later on. So, my baby, my, ba- my baby surprised me and purchased me a. Oh, that's an elite controller. Ooh. It is a it yeah. is a scuff elite controller. Ah, yes. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you for joining the club, there, homeboy. Oh, you a scuffer too? Uh, well, I got the elite one. But. Uh, this is the prestige. Same difference. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's okay, Dima. Yeah, it's buttons and shit. Yeah, she she can't keep a secret to save her life. So yes, I I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna be using this no, bad boy no, later. No, 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 and I no, I will contest that, Miss Dina. <laughs> so this is awesome. Because there you go. I should do a surprise birthday party for me about a year or two about two years ago. Brian and Dina were totally in on it, and I had no clue. Well, I'm great at keeping secrets. Obviously, she kept it. Yeah, well, I, I was letting her know, please don't do that. <laughs> oh, speaking of cohorts, Mr. Chapman is in the building, I believe. Oh, no. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we got, um, what, what's your boy, Baby Brock, popping up on the internet now with, the, with Parker Badeau or whatever his name is. Parker, I think it's like Boudreaux. 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 That boy big. Okay. You, you, think, you think I should know that, you know, being that's a Louisiana type name. <laughs> Very. But I don't think he would. What about Lars Sullivan? We talked about one other thing. Fuck Lars Sullivan. Nobody care about him. <laughs> That's why I'm saying I'm happy. Lars Lar Sullivan is in. If we actually go about to have another roast session on Lars Sullivan, I'm all for it. Oh, go ahead. Leave the charge, sir. Just leave do we, it this. Do we still give him the Nyla Rose treatment. No, no, no. Li listen, listen. With Mitch, Mitch is another one who did it to himself. All right. Mitch did it on his own. And no, I did not watch a single second of any of Mitch's videos. That was not wrestling related, all right? <laughs> At least the other ones had three wrestling people involved in this. Mitch was doing his own thing. I have nothing to give you. I, I, will, I will say this, though. I play. I actually played this clip for Brian <laughs> on something to wrestle. Even Conrad Thompson got in on this. We're not talking. It's we're Mitch. Talk Mitch. About today. Oh, we're gonna do a career retrospect on Lars Sullivan, and he couldn't even finish it without laughing. <laughs> hey, but you know what? When he when he first started out at NXT, I I, I enjoyed what they presented thus so far, mm -hmm. and yeah. I liked his entrance, the whole red light and the shadow thing, and I thought all that shit was cool. Uh, finish. Yeah, he was the one that started Whoa. to say what There you go. <laughs> I loved it. I ain't gonna lie. I loved his entrance. I loved the theme music. I loved the silhouette thing with him. It, it everything worked. But like I said with Velveteen Dream, his situation, he fucked it up a lot worse. Like Dream is still like what he's going through, that's kind of disgusting. But you know what I'm saying? With Lars, he did it to himself too. Yep. So, so, that, so that I'm clear. What did he do? Because I, I I think I've heard what he did, but I, I'm not 100% sure. Is Carl Frozen over there? Who? Yeah, Carl. No, oh, we thought you were frozen. Yeah, he is. Let, let's just say that, just leave it this. At one point, like, it was basically like an old, like, remember back in the day before, like, uh, oh, yeah, 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 the forums and shit, right? On forums, he said that he banged Ronda Rousey when Ronda Rousey showed up in WWE, uh, prior to WWE when they were in like Olympics and blah, blah, blah. He yeah. said he would fuck the shit out of Stephanie McMahon. He yeah. said that half of the wrestlers are on steroids. Uh -huh. He was talking, he was saying KFC is for poor people. And by the way, KFC is fucking delicious. I don't give a damn who you are, where you're from. Chicken yeah. is chicken, fried, seasoned, baked. Debatable. Well, but, I, but you know what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's saying it's poor people stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, he pretty much ransacked half of the roster. Uh, he was talking shit about Lashley. He was talking shit about a bunch of other people. Then, you know, Mitch debuted on film. Um, question. Oh, Mitch, question. Question. 
So when you say talk shit, you know, some of the examples you brought up, like I I used to fuck Ronda Rousey and all kind of stuff. This was all before he was involved in professional wrestling or Ronda Way Rousey. before, way before. Right, it so, was all dug up. Okay, so what was bad about that? Because I know people who say shit way worse about certain celebrities and what they would do and what they would have done. And but he also said some oh racist. yeah, that's right. It was the yeah. racist tweets. All right, so yeah. he said racist stuff. All right, that's yeah, different. he did say racist stuff. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. That's he said a bunch then. of racist. Nah, stuff. If he, yeah. yeah, if he just said some shit, even no, 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 no. no. But I'm, but well, sorry, Rob. But I mean, like when you when you're working at a company, and you know what I'm saying, like some people will talk shit thinking they would never get to that company, and your stuff ends up getting exposed. So like, just imagine how awkward it's gonna be when you're walking into a meeting. And you got Stephanie McMahon right there, and you talk about how you want to fuck her in the ass and all this other stuff, and that Triple H is a pussy, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bobby Lashley on steroids, and now you got to work with the guy. It's like, well, but this is the thing about those comments. I, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, apart from the racist shit, you can't forgive none of that. Yeah. But since it was in the past, mm-hmm. I mean, and you wind up working for a company that you slandered or whatever, it's more of a thing like, hey, I was in a weird place then. I was yeah, a different yeah. person then and shit like that. But, you know, the racist stuff, that's probably what more than likely got them canceled. The goddamn, the porno shit, hey, man, it's personal preference. They got a lot of gay individuals that do shit and whatever. And it's... Oh, he denied it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah fuck this guy. Yeah, I tried to dag on play devil's advocate. But, fuck uh-huh. that but, uh, but the other thing is, he was using homophobic slurs. Yep. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, you <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, like, he's you using took it in the these butt. terms, making fun of gay yeah. people. But homie, you a star in a video. Whatever. You had hair. All right, we don't. We don't. All right, we good. Fuck Law Sullivan. And then Velveteen dreams, and then Velveteen's just a creep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that you one can't hurts. Urges. <laughs> and that one hurts too, man. It's like, damn, dream. Yeah. I was like, man. Yeah, I was I was I was upset about that legitimately. I was like, this dude got so much potential and could be doing so many great things, but he don't, can't keep this. I like because thank I, you, I, Aaron. 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 great feuds. Like he he can help build great feuds for people. That one that situation alone just really kind of like dinged it all because I ain't gonna lie, I would look forward to Velveteen matches. I'm waiting for him to come out. Mm. And see what kind of shit silhouette he's gonna pull out with the chicks pushing him out on the couch, like ah, bitch, here I am, you know. Shout out to Aaron, he said it best. He just checked every box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he did. He checked all the cancel boxes. He checked all the cancel boxes. He did. It's just I don't know. Beltane just. Ugh. Hey man, can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> That's all it is. Right. Great performer, shitty outside character. Yeah, I yeah. say that about people I work with. I was like, you're a great human being, but you're a shitty employee. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yeah. the opposite of my boss. My boss is a great, my old boss is a great human being, but when it comes to him telling me what to do, it's like, dude, you are horrible at this. Yes. But shit, man, I just, damn. Sad, sad shit. Anyway. So on a lighter note, yeah. Kofi and Ali are still fighting on Twitter, it seems. Oh, yeah. And I'm for it. I'm for it. The only thing that they need to do, and me and Brian and I had discussed this yesterday, we should have just turned the mics on yesterday, Brian. Mm -hmm. 
move that shit to TV. Yeah. That's something Brian been talking about for the longest. I say I say it every week. I'm like stuff like I, stuff like um talking smack and stuff like that. And even the storylines. Like I know we've discussed this before, and we actually talked about this on Codex the other day, too. Is WWE needs a systematic change, not the cosmetic change. And I and I say this all the time: a cosmetic change is how yeah. raw appears, how they present the show, blah, blah, blah. No. They need a systematic change. The way they run shit, the way they present certain characters needs to be changed. Because until something like that happens, it's going to be the same old shit. Like when I talk about Mustafa Ali and Retribution, the shit they put on Monday nights is horrible. But if you take the storylines that they promote on Twitter or the, 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 the stuff Twitter. that they did, the stuff that they've done on like main event and stuff like that, or on Raw Talk or Talking Smack, should have been on television. It's like you're showing millions of people on a weekly basis something that doesn't make sense, but everywhere else in the world it makes sense to us. It's like if we're on, like even though we're not like the world doesn't revolve around Twitter, even though some people think it does, the stuff that we see on Twitter looks better than the stuff that they're doing on Raw. You know what I mean? Like now it's like we can't quote unquote hand Ali. Uh, hold on, wait. You know Vince ain't gonna let you write your own story. No, true. But at the same time, it's not about true. letting them write their own story. It's about giving them bullet points and letting them guide their own way. Because trust what they me, used to do back in the day. That's literally what they did back in the day. Instead of letting, yeah, he is a promo machine. So I know B Rob stepped away real quick, but you know what I mean. Like he is a promo and, machine. He's great at what yeah. he says. It's just allowing them to have that somewhat of a bit of a freedom instead of relying on a script that you're forcing them to say stuff. Or let the performers have more input on what stories are being written. And I think because, I think um, the best example of that in my opinion is roman reigns now think about it if roman reigns if there was never a global pandemic roman Ooh, kyle, reigns would still be coming <laughs> i'm just showing kyle i'm just showing kyle <laughs> if roman if there wasn't a pandemic roman reigns would still have the shield shit on he'd still have the same music and all that it literally took a global pandemic for him to leave wwe and be like, hey, I really need to change my character. And Paul Heyman had to get invested for him to be what he truly could have been for years. I mean, health concerns aside as well. But yeah. I probably would have left too if I already yeah, well, I have a leukemia problem and this shit just breaks out. And I'm not trying yeah. to put myself at risk. I would leave too. Hmm. And come back ripped. And yeah, that, and it's just crazy though. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy how it's like, yeah, because you always hear the wrestlers would talk about, like, yo, if you just let Roman be Roman, let Roman be Roman, he'll be great. And then the dude leaves because of health concerns, which I agree, I would have done the same thing. And all that. Then he comes back and gets to be him. And now it's like, ah, you know how many WrestleMania main events he probably would have had that he wouldn't have gotten booed at if he would have just been him? But <laughs> you know what's the funny, one though? What he did too while he was out was that he got better. A lot yeah. of wrestlers. So they take that time off and they just don't even work on it. They don't even work on themselves and all that. Roman took time, even though he even just had a, he had what a set of twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got better, and that's another key. That's another point that a lot of people aren't really acknowledging that yeah. he worked on himself as well. Yeah, he is not so much was the ring stuff because i don't think there was too much of a problem there he he spams a lot of moves but i mean it fits 
him. But as far as mm -hmm. the thing that he had the issue with was his promo and his talking ability. That's the thing that he greatly improved on. And I believe not so much directly as a result of him, you know, doing that. I think it was because he did the movies and shit. And you pick up tips and tricks from learning that. I mean, Nick can kind of speak to it to whenever they uh, make us go to the instructor academy for the fucking um, to teach and shit. They give you stuff to add to your arsenal and everything. And I believe he just took what he learned in the acting realm and brought that over to the wrestling realm and whatnot. And, and, it, I, and it shows what? because he's yeah, playing a character right now. And what I like to say is genuinely good people make the better bad guys. True. And I, I want to hop on what Dan said right here about his pacing getting so much better. Yes, a thousand percent agree. His pacing got better because you know what he did? He finally figured out his own psychology. Yeah. And and I can tell you as somebody who's trained before. Right. And Carl, you can attest to this, too. When you first started training. Right. Did they want you to model your style after somebody? No. OK, because with me, based on my size and you know how big I am, six foot four, I was over 300 pounds at the time. They wanted me to work like I was Mark Henry. They were like, you would be a great Mark Henry. And I'm like, OK, but I don't want to be a Mark Henry. Like originally when I was when I was training, I was moving like Keith Lee. I was able to do flips. I did a 450 splash once. I will never do it again, but I did it once. I was able to do it. But psychology wise, after I hit the 450, I was like, holy shit, I'm winded. And my trainer goes to me. He goes, this is why I want you to work a slower pace. When you figure out how to work your style a certain way, it makes more sense. Roman was always to me a guy who got very sluggish in the ring. Now he works that slower pace and he's able to use the acting ability that he's learning and talking shit. Like you done fucked up. Like when he was fighting his brother, when he was fighting his cousin, he was slowly beating his ass. And every time he whooped his ass, he started talking shit to him. Same thing with Kevin Owens. Whenever he whoops his ass and he gets that moment, instead of just sitting there doing this, now he learned to talk that shit, get himself a little bit more heat. Roman has improved leaps and bounds in my eyes. And some of you guys know how my opinion was on Roman back in the day. And yes, my khakis were crisp as hell. Kyle, Kyle always has to bring it up. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Brian, my mama's yes. taking offense. She said, don't say shit about her man, Roman Reigns, saying that he can't talk shit like that. I, I did. Taking offense. Okay. First <laughs> off, mama, happy birthday. Second of mama, all, Brian happy birthday. birthday. Hey, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> yeah, she getting so. dogged up and sewing at the same time. So it's it's oh, okay. Uh -oh. It's not like uh -oh. that soul movie. <laughs> Mama finna step out. Please step in the name. Step in the name. 56 years young. Don't, don't say that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, Mama, but no, no. hey. She's a hey, Kyle. So, so did Dan. So did That's Dan. What Dan had. I love it. I love I'll be getting it. a ton of birthday love today. I mean, it's everywhere. It's like she's making video calls and everything. But, okay. We're we, we looking at the end game, which uh, for this season is a WrestleMania. Emanating for the Raymond James Stadium and down there in Florida and whatnot. What do we see being the end result? Will Edge be uh, another uh, world or universal or NXT champion? 
or will who, who, who fucking Bianca Belair beat Sasha Banks? Because I believe that's where she's leaning. I don't think they're going to put her with Oscar. I don't think that would be a good pairing. I, I believe they have the ability to put on a good match, but I don't think that's a good pairing. But um, what, what, what are we feeling? Is we picking Edge to, to gain a championship or is we picking Bianca to gain a championship or losing either or? I think both. I think both. And I think that Edge will use that to put over Keith Lee at SummerSlam. So you would have to fight Drew then, right? Yeah. Word. What you got? So you think he's going to fight Drew or Roman? He said Drew because he said he's going to ultimately put over Keith Lee. So he had to do that on Raw. Well, because that's what I was going to go into, I guess, real quick before we do it. Because obviously, like uh, Brian said, the Elimination Chamber always sets up a championship match or something like that for Mania. Yeah, unless Drew is defending his title in the Chamber, Edge has to make his decision, obviously, soon. Because if not, that Chamber match is going to be who's going to fight Drew at Mania. Okay. I like this uh, this down here. First black women only main event. You know something? It's two nights. Why the hell not? Mm-hmm. Why the hell not? Let, yeah, let, no, Bianca, no. let Bianca get a main event. Her and yeah. Sasha main event. Yeah, it, it's no doubt in my mind that it's going to main event night mm-hmm. one. It ain't going to main event night two. Yeah, same here. Yeah, same here. Night yeah, two, I, believe, I think, is going to be Edge and Roman. Yeah, and I, and I believe for that fact alone, that's why this specific WrestleMania is two nights, because of that fact. <laughs> because the other two WrestleManias aren't two nights. Really? Honest to God, and I, I've been saying this for a while, I'm a fan of the two-night mania. I mean, like, in all actuality, mm-hmm. why don't the women have one night where they main event and then the male winner main events the next night? Why not do that? Because they have two yeah. world titles. Yeah. That, that makes the Royal Rumble more special, too. Yeah, that would that would give the Rumble a little bit more of an effect. I'm all for, personally, like, with all due respect to Drew, he had his WrestleMania moment last year. And when it comes to the when it comes to the well, yeah, kind of. But when it comes to the uh, the edge scenario, I'm more for edge going against Roman because I don't believe edge needs a world title. So I would be okay with whoever Drew goes against that mania is a night one thing. But we give the main event to Bianca and Sasha because Sasha deserves it. She's been killing Mm -hmm. it her entire career. Bianca is a legend in the making. Um, and with all due respect to Drew, he had a phenomenal year, but he doesn't have the caliber of an opponent to be built up against to be a main eventer at WrestleMania right now. Um, with Roman, Roman is the main event. As much as as much as people want to disagree, Roman is the main event at WrestleMania. He's the most talked about guy in yes. the company right now. Yeah, good he, or bad. Yeah, good or bad. He deserves that spot. Edge, I don't see him going after Drew as much as I would like to see it. But in my mind, logically, when it comes to WWE, like I said, except for maybe Mania 6 with Terry and Warrior, there's not real there's not really many big face versus face main events for WrestleMania. You know what I mean? There's not there's no two guys that are at the top of their game that are both baby faces that people are like, oh, I want to see them two fight. So to me, I feel like Edge is going to pick Roman. And why the hell not give Bianca the main event? Bianca's been killing it. The girl, yeah. the girl's been no, on fire since just a jump. So yeah. I, I'm all for that. And give and Drew the like, main event of night one. Yeah. Question. And I yeah. just think story. Oh, sorry. 
uh, did Bianca and Oscar ever face at any point in time in NXT? Okay. I don't think so. Point taken. No. Okay. No. No, so Reason why it would too. be a good match. I, I'd be yep, for that so too. You got to think though with Bianca and then think about this because if both Rumble winners pick SmackDown, which they're probably gonna, which is their most watched show, mm. picture that Friday night SmackDown, literally the night before WrestleMania, and just the buildup with Sasha and Bianca. Like I'm gonna see you tomorrow and tomorrow. They're, realistically, if they're in the Thunderdome, they might record that one earlier in the week, maybe just to be safe because of Mania and all that. But realistic storyline, like Bianca and Sasha would be face-to-face -face the night before they're fighting in the main event. Kind of like the weigh-ins you see them doing UFC and boxing. Like, that'd be dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but is it mean, Mania is in front of a live crowd this year. Yeah. Yeah, yep. So, I don't think, I would, I would, I don't think they'd, be able, they'd be able to That's why it. I did. That's why that, that. Yeah, recording no, the Raw or SmackDown beforehand before. so they can take, like, the week prior off and shit. Yeah. What what I, would, do what, what I wouldn't mind shit. seeing is um like a New Japan style tag match. Maybe uh both of the women's champions, uh tag team against uh the number one contenders or whatever. Or that's the, always a classic. Or it, or it could be the vice versa. It can be the champion and their number one contender on the same team versus the champion and their number one contender. So we can finally get Oscar versus Bianca Belair in some kind of faction. Yeah. I'd actually be for that too. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna have a ladder match for one of the titles, like the U.S. or the Intercontinental? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with the United States title and the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania because we got Big E and Lashley holding the title. And um, Lashley. I think if Big E drops it, he'll get the. You think if Big E dropped it, you're gonna get a title shot? Title at Mania? Yeah. No. I, I I personally think I think Big E is gonna solidify himself as a solo star at Mania. I think that personally, what I would I do, so. and th and this has always been my thing because I love this match and I really wish WWE brings it back. Give me a scramble match at Mania for the IC title. Give me, give me Big E, give me uh, Apollo Cruz, who's been showing out lately. Sammy. Give me Sammy, give me Nakamura, and give me Cesaro. Give me all of those guys in a scramble match. Five guys, 25 minutes, first two guys start off. Every time someone gets pinned, they become IC champion. Whoever's the last guy to hold the belt at the end of the time limit holds the belt. Five you know guys mean? and fries. See, I love that, but I, I, could see, I could see them making that match the ladder match. Yeah, see that—that's the other thing too. That's why when you said ladder match, that could be the ladder match to me. Like those five guys going for that title. There's I always, feel like there's always a ladder match at Mania. Not always. You said they should always be. I mean, not always, but a, a lot of them. There I usually mean, is when they refute, when they used to have money in the bank for for WrestleMania, WrestleMania tradition. Which, really, which I really enjoy it every year. I think the last ladder match they did at Mania was on um, 31, yeah, wasn't it? With Brian? Oh, it was last year. No, what? They did, they did one last year. They did? Oh, the tag titles, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. It was the tag titles, but it was uh, three guys. Since, yeah, you, you know. Three guys and fries. Yeah, because of COVID. <laughs> Which, that yeah. was a great match, by the way. In front of no one, a ladder match. That was a great match. With John that Morrison, like, walking the whole ropes and shit. 
I tell you what, though, um, we talk about the old school PC shows where it was no crowd and it was quiet as fuck. Mm-hmm. The the mic work for New Japan is just like crazy, man. How they mic the ring and shit. You yeah. hear the gear swiping up against the uh, the vinyl on the mats and shit. It's just like, pss, 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 pss. and you can just hear the the crisp contact and everything. But you never hear them talking unless you wanted them to hear you talking. Props to New Japan, uh, freaking. Props to Monaro, oh, uh, chopping people too. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> That, that the chops, be, I'm like, good Jesus. Damn, Mr. Suzuki has a forearm out of this fucking world. I don't see how he do that and not really hurt somebody. Cause like he wind it up, he rub his elbow and just bow, and then just like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Nor Suzuki, 50 something years old, still kicking ass like he's 30 something. <laughs> I, I will say this as a New Japan fan, I always like cry inside when Shibata don't fight, man. I, oh, that that's such a sad career to end so soon. Yeah, he, he was another yeah. one, man. Ooh. Yeah, he. I, I remember the last match I seen with him is I forgot who it was against, but he headbutt the shit out of him, and the blood just started. Tri- that that's when he got. I think it was uh, yeah. Okada. I Okada was his last match. He that shit was scary, man. It looked like some grudge shit or whatever. He just like bow. I mean, you just kind of dazed for a little uh, bit. Not the hell's about cancer yet. That was my workaround to get to AEW New Japan and all that stuff. <laughs> 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 but yeah, what y'all think about that, man? We got we we officially have some tie with AEW and Impact, AAA, and New Japan. And New Japan. And in OWE, crazy. Don't hear shit about them so much no more. It's some. It's I think it's needed because it kind of, to an extent, kind of some people who are like, okay, we need something else to watch. Now you got shows intertwining, and it's like, okay, that kind of helps boost New Japan because right now they're limited on you know people being able to come over and do matches, you know, with all the yeah. COVID and all of that stuff. So people who are able to do some stuff like, you know, with Kenta and Moxley, which I personally am waiting to see that because I want to see how many kicks, yeah. chops, whatever, how aggressive this match is going to be, go down. Yeah. Now, for the sake of it, who knows? Maybe somebody flip over and try to challenge Okada. I don't know. Maybe we have. So now the only. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. So, no, no, sorry. Sorry, I cut you off. I don't know. I was just saying, you know, just like to see how are they going to work this? You know, Tony is probably going to throw out some money to people to like, hey, you know, why not come over here, do the whole quarantine thing? We'll get you built up in a storyline and all of that. Flip to this show. You'll do this, challenge somebody and all of that. If you like it, you know, stay here for a little while. If not, go back to Japan and do whatever over there. We'll have somebody come to you. So my question is. Now, the Lloyd. My question is, New Japan wise, who is going to be the big money, the first big money star to come over and do something? Bullet Club. Yeah, it's it has written. to be right. That's, that's the talk, talk of the yeah, town right Club. now, right? It's it's written like the storyline yeah. writes itself. Like even the whole backstage thing with Kenny and Kenta when he goes like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" He's like, "Fuck hey, you!" Brother. It's like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" Oh, like you, we ain't friends. Like that right there writes itself. Like you already got. 
the American guys, you got five of them already here. What's to say Tama and Tonga show up? You got Kenta already over here. You have Fale show up and then Switchblade. Why not? Because Switchblade <laughs> ended up going back to Japan. So yeah, right there, that, that sells itself when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, a crossover with New Japan. Eventually, hopefully we see a guy like Okada and we never really got a chance to see Okada Jericho. So yeah. that could be a thing that happens. You know, we got all these young guys. I would love to see Hiromu versus Jungle Boy. You know what I'm saying? Or okay. a Yano. <laughs> you hate me, Rob. Come on, Okada. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you, you got you got a ton of those dudes over there. Or how about this? Tanahashi, uh, Tanahashi versus Jericho. Two aces, two legends in the sport. You know what I'm saying? Those are all matches that we've never got a chance to see that has the possibility of coming over. You know, I and it, you, Rob. Huh? I got a question. So what if Tama and Tonga decide, you know, they want to flip over and show up on Impact and challenge the Good Brothers? I'd be cool with that, too. Yeah. OG DC versus New DC. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like... I don't think, I think the 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 connection that New Japan and Impact got lost over the years because of the old management and stuff, and I think they can restart that anew because we forget yeah. Sonata went there and did his excursion, mm-hmm. Okada went yeah. there and did his excursion. I think mm-hmm. Tanahashi might have been there for a little while. Yep, he was there I for mean, a while. New Japan and uh, Impact aren't strangers to each other. I mean, so I yeah. mean, there's definitely you know avenues for that to happen. Now let me also, ask this though. So the only yeah. thing I'm I I get confused on is which which Japanese guys with, which Japanese guy? <laughs> no, but all y'all look alike. With all with with all these people coming into AEW, I think it's great for them those companies because on American yeah. TV they're getting a lot. Do you think in a weird way it hurts AEW because it's like not their talents really like less talent getting spotlighted though? Nope. I, I will say the talent this. is getting spotlighted and it's still promoting their brand. It's actually gonna be it's probably gonna be yeah. an AEW show with all the other talent. True. I, I look at it like this. When you look at AEW, the way the shows are ran on a weekly basis, aside from a select few people, you <laughs> don't see the same roster every week on Dynamite. You'll see a couple yeah. guys, but you'll see a story being told. But you don't see the same guys in the ring every week. It's similar to what Impact does. Impact focuses on a certain group of people, and then everything else on the undercard is always intertwined with this storyline or this storyline, or they're building up this one, eventually leading to a match on Impact. And it's kind of what they do with Dynamite. Like they won't have the match, like the whole thing with Jungle Boy and uh, FTR. You know what I'm saying? Like they built it up the week before. And you didn't see them for a couple of weeks, but then when they got to the match, the match meant something because the story was already told. So even though, let's say, like the the New Japan guys or the Impact guys show up, it's like you could still have your other talent on the show that aren't involved in major storylines, but you can feature the New Japan dudes in one match or one segment and still have them be the talk of the town without underutilizing and undercutting your other talent. Mm Now, yeah, let me throw know. a wrench in this quick. Why is – I know Rob's girl. I think it's everyone's girl in here. Uh, what, what's going on with your girl, Hogan, over there trying to talk shit about Sasha? Oh, that's always been a thing or whatever. It's just like whenever Kiera, like, made the switch in hair color, whatever, Sasha did the same exact thing. So it's always been, like, some kind of – Yeah. 
Shit about. I just thought that was funny. She went on a rampage Friday on Twitter. Yeah. I know. I know our man Ajar wasn't too happy about that. No, <laughs> no, no. Ajar was not amused, probably. He was not. I, I was seeing his tweets and I was kind of laughing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like. Um, sorry, sorry. I had to throw that out there. Back to the AEW New Japan but, stuff. Sorry. It's, it's exciting, though. It's just. Um, I've learned about other wrestling because of shit like this, like um, Fantastic Mania or whatever with New Japan and um, AAA when they do like their uh, co-event together. That's how I learned about, um, I think, uh, Valdelor Jr. and some other. He's the first luchador that I saw personally that damn he start the match with his mask on. Then when the match get intense or whatever, you take the mask off. I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like um, Tai Chi with the pants. You know, when the match get crunk, you pull the pants off, you know. <laughs> or Angel Garza for those in America. Uh, yeah, or Angel yeah, Garza. Angel Garza. <laughs> Dimples. <laughs> I was just like, they ain't doing nothing with him. But I, but I will say this, when it comes to this whole co-working together, my dream is is slowly coming to reality, man. I've been saying this for a while. I want a major event with all companies represented, and it's looking like it. It's looking like it could happen, mm-hmm. like something something big, or like War of the Worlds, or I, I heard they trademark what is it, Battle of the Belts, or something like that. Yeah, it's looking more realistic. Like dream matches put aside, you start putting world champions versus world champions, and world tag champions versus world tag champions, and you know TNT champions versus Super Junior champions and stuff. It's it's a dream. It's a dream. And as a wrestling, and yeah, I'm not, and I hate, saying. and I hate the term WWE Mark AEW Mark. As a wrestling fan, I cannot be more excited for something like this to happen. And as a fan, yeah. it sucks to me because the only company that's not going to be involved in it is WWE. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you want to see like? Uh freaking Taiji Ishimori versus like say uh, Lince Dorado or you know just something random or crazy like that just for the fuck up saying it happened. You know? Shit, give me Minoru Suzuki and, and Matt Riddle. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen it before. I've seen Kenny, Seth and Brian in a three-way. Okay, you know I, I, mean? wanna, I wanna see Kota Ibushi versus uh, Brian Cage. Yeah. Shit, Kodar against Seth. That'd be How about this? Good. Give me, give me Moose versus Brian. Alexander part two. Yeah. Give me give me Moose versus Braun Strowman. I would love to see that match. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, only because I want Moose to go over. But you yeah. know what I mean. Like, There'd be a whole bunch of big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> then then you gotta throw a big E in there then. How about this? How about this? A triple threat match, right? Give me Colt Cabana, give me R Truth, and give me Yano. Oh, the world would explode. Wow. <laughs> that, y'all ain't ready for that match. Y'all oh, ain't ready for that. Would explode. No, 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 no. You gotta add one more. Make it a fatal four-way. Okay. Nakazawa. Oh, Nakazawa. Oh. So, oh, you got a comedy guy from each one. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be great. Come on, and, to, and, to, and to top that one off, Santino would be the referee. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh goodness. My bucket blown. Mind blown. Book it. Oh man, that'd be that'd be oil and turnbuckle pads. And... Or, no, no, no. Orange Cassidy is the referee. There you yeah. go, Dan. I like that. Throwing Orange oh, Cassidy. Yeah, that match would never end. He just he'd be like, "Give me one." Pockets. 
Oh, and then some, somehow he would get involved in the match, and that's when you throw in Santino as the back of referee. There you go. <laughs> or 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 we could do this. We could do this. What about Santina versus Nyla? Hey. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, <laughs> hey, if they if, if that ever happened, you know it would if that ever that would happened, be some backlash you know it would kind of Naya, would it though? Be Naya and Nyla if that ever happened. But this is the thing though, this is the things you yeah. gotta think about. It, it, you know how we just kind of you know PC'd it for the sake of other people and whatnot. But if the wrestler is fine with it, it's, it's all, all, all all bets are off. All bets are off. But Nyla has to go. Over. You know what I mean? Like yeah, of course. Like that, that's how I would book it. But you know what I mean? Like it into the possibilities with all with all four of these companies working together is phenomenal. And as like I said, as a wrestling fan, the only thing that makes me sad about it is WWE is not going to be involved. Mm-hmm. You know, but aside from that, I am excited as hell to see where the story goes. Kenta showing up was like internet blowing up mode. It's like everybody was talking about it. It was like, you know, people, fans are excited again. And this is why, like, even right now, and I said this at the very beginning of the pandemic, we are going to miss the hell out of professional wrestling. Even though we watch it every week on television, the first time I go to a show, I, I know Bully Ray said it on, on Busted Open. I'm going to shed a tear. I can't wait to go to a fully packed arena and watch anything. I don't give a damn who it is. You know what I'm saying? I, if it's JCW, I'd be like, oh, Marco's sucking a dildo. I can't believe it. Like something like that. Like I'm just, I'm just happy that as fans, like when we get back to it, we're gonna realize how much we truly missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we the world has finally realized how nasty they fucking are. <laughs> yeah, that too. Hopefully. Matter of fact, just yesterday, I went to the restroom in Walmart, of all places, and yeah, dude was leaving from the stall. Shocking. He ain't even washed no fucking hands. He just went right back out into the store like it was cool. Oh, I was like, oh, no. Bitch. <laughs> People just touch things, too. Especially at your Walmart. Hey, my yeah, Walmart is straight. That- it's, just, it's just the alcohol aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't wait for shows to come back. Well, yeah, it, 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 is Joey Ryan still fucked up, ain't he? I mean, oh, yeah. he won his case, oh, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. who's gonna want to touch that? I mean, when you cut case in regular, hey, what about your girl Tessa? Court. Is your is your girl Brian? Is Brian is your girl Tessa ever gonna show up in WWE or what? I have no idea, man. I don't know what's going on with her. As far as her, I don't think WWE will be the move for her right now, especially with everything that's going on that we'll be talking about and shit. I think she would probably get a nice chunk of change thrown at her if she went to AEW or somebody surrounding in that group. I I don't know what to say with that. I mean, honestly, the best thing for Tessa, the same thing I'm going to say for Marty, be happy that no one's talking about you. Yeah. Like, legitimately talking about you. Yeah, but you know, the second they sign up and show somewhere, they'll be talked about again. Oh yeah, of course. But eventually, but but, but oh. after a while, it'll be oh. like your talent overshadows it. So what's the fate? So one thing I wanted to ask you guys. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right, so one thing I want is with obviously AEW is running shows at a daily's place. I don't know what how many capacity they're doing. What like two or three thousand? Is it like very little? Somewhere but around like two thousand. WWE having. Yeah, with WWE, they're gonna have twenty thousand, I think, at WrestleMania, which that's crazy. That's a good amount of people. 
And I guess we'll kind of get a glimpse of that today because the Super Bowl is in Tampa. Now, granted, WWE, they'll have fans on the field. But um, do you think this puts a lot of pressure on AEW to try to have it like – because Double or Nothing, we would say, is probably one of their bigger shows, obviously. Do you think they're going to go to Vegas for Double or Nothing? I don't know what's going on in Nevada. I hope they do because I'm only they three got their own, away, so They I'm got dope. their own arena. But uh, do you so, – yeah, so I guess why aren't they having more – fans unless that is their capacity that place doesn't look like it's massive obviously either but but i wonder because you remember if you remember last year they had the stadium stampede they have that whole practice football field right there so you think they might that wasn't the practice field that was the field that was the field that was the field (laughs) yeah true yeah yeah so yeah so do you think they might try doing double or nothing there Cause you got to think that's a big move by WWE having WrestleMania in front of twenty thousand fans. Well, actually, it's, it's already been done by New Japan, and it's been put on regularly ever regularly for a while. Now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I agree. But you got to, yeah, but you got to, yeah, but you got to think that's somewhere else. And obviously, the huge rivalry is AEW WWE rivalry. I say, yeah, but. You got to think it, what it's kind of like WWE's like, all right, well, we're doing WrestleMania, our biggest show of the year in front of all these people. What's your move? See, I don't think it's a what your move situation. I feel like AEW has been very smart when it comes to what they're doing. Like, don't get me wrong, Double or Nothing is there so is a big event. All Out is a big event. Um, but we only have had about a year and a half of AEW doing what they're doing. This is why I've been saying for a while. When it comes to a stadium-style show, they're saving that for that big show that I've been talking about, like the the collaboration with everybody. When you have the New Japan fans going to be like, all right, well, the people from Japan are going to be able to fly over and, you know, represent their crew. And the people from Mexico will come up and see their crew. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the Impact fans who are going to get off Twitch and show up at the arena. Yeah. you got AEW score. I'm a Twitch fan, too, so I'm not even going to front. But you know what I'm saying? It can be done. But the question is, when do you pull that trigger? Because, obviously, the cons own the Jaguars. That stadium is there. So they don't have to travel to New York or L.A. or Dallas. They're home built right there in Jacksonville. And I've said it before. I'm like, there's no football in the summertime. What stops them from doing their own stadium show in their own home stadium? But you got to have a card to fill that stadium. A card like that that I've been talking about for months now could sell a stadium out. Don't get me wrong. AEW has a great buzz behind it. They're averaging almost a million people a week. There's fans and selling out everywhere they go when they were on the road. But a card with New Japan, Impact, uh, AAA, AEW, and whoever else they want to work with will sell out a football stadium compared to a double or nothing with just their roster on the card. So that, see, that's just my opinion. Now so, here's now here's the thing I here's here's the thing I question about that though with AEW when they were selling out crowds. I'm an A I like AEW, so this is not me crapping on them whatsoever. But like when you guys went to that show in Boston, that wasn't in the garden. That was in a small like I I know I guess I always question they have as like you said, they're averaging almost a million viewers a week. Why don't you think they're in because those arenas you guys go to, like the ones in Chicago, wherever they're like they're not the big ones, but they're not small either. Yeah. Why don't you think when they were on the road, they were in like places like the Garden or that really big one in Chicago? Because it's year one. Uh, the well, Toyota yeah, Center. Year one at that time, you know, they would just. Yeah, you always start small. Year one. They were starting small. They didn't want to. Uh, just... yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. Because 
What's up? They get to call the dude the group chat. Okay. Oh, very well. Very well. Hey, I, talking to me, not y'all. I'll go ahead and finish with what you're saying. Hey, Carl. Hey, no, Carl. he's talking to no, you. It's, uh, but, it, it, yeah, it's more but, uh, of it, yeah, it, it was yeah, come just, on they had to start off small and grow bigger because, remember, WWE, they can use those arenas, not to mention they do have contracts as well. So they had more casual, you know, WWE appears yeah. more to the casual where AEW, they have their own fan base and they stick to their own fan base. It's not as big as a casual fan that can fit in, you know, TD Bank. So they settled for, again, this arena. And yeah, see, yeah so you don't think they could you don't think they could sell out like the TD Garden in Boston though? No, I think they could. They could, but here's the deal, right? Yeah. If you another good point down here as well. Yep, it, it, that is true. That is true with the arenas. But here's here's what I would say, right? If you're visually presenting a show and you could have a 20,000 seat arena, right? Like, well, well how about this? We'll say Dunkin Donuts Center in Providence. We've all been there since, you know, we're from New England. It's about a 15,000-seat arena, not including the floor, okay? Now, could AEW do an arena the size of Providence? Yes. Will they sell out an arena the size of Providence? In this area, they could because we live in an area where Boston is about 45 minutes away. You know, the Connecticut line is about an hour away. We can draw those plus the people in Rhode Island, right? But for AEW to go to towns like Chicago. And a heavy heavy wrestling fan base. Yeah, a very heavy wrestling fan base, right? Even though AEW is not on the same level as a WWE, which is a global phenomenon or whatever, it's smarter for them to sell 10,000 seats in a 10,000-seat arena than to sell sell 10,000 seats in a 20,000-seat arena. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For them, it's going to be a better financial sure. gain. Sure. Plus it's also visually visually going to look better. Cause if you go back right. in time and watch some of the old thunders and the old wrestling challenges and stuff, they were in smaller arenas. Even the first year of raw, they were in smaller arenas. Like they weren't doing the TD garden or the Boston garden. They were doing the Worcester center. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the yeah. Worcester center was sold out and it looked like there was a ton of people there. So yeah. visually for them, it looks better for them to be at a smaller arena and oversell than it is for them to go to a bigger arena and undersell. Yeah. And then sure. only reason that you would probably do bigger arenas now, just sure because of what's going on. And that allows for social distancing and shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at well, the same time, I, I you got to think off. about your rates and shit as well. Cause I mean, they still going to charge you big arena prices and whatnot. And you're doing this small little bitty thing. So and, hence why WWE is losing everyone? money. Oh, you got to head out. Yeah, I gotta I gotta send my goodbyes. I got things to do, but go Tom Brady, go Tampa Bay. Uh, everyone enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday, and everyone, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna eat taco. Take care, Nick. <laughs> Take care, Nick. <laughs> All right, Mike. You too, guys. So, I mean, with that being said, I know the game is rolling up for some people. I don't really give a fuck, but uh, yeah, five more hours. I don't know. I mean, maybe you got shit to do. Maybe you got to go uh, play with your pocket dog or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play with this. Yeah, but uh, shit. I mean, the caressing so, sensation. The, the question that that I did have though before we ride out, where does ROH's role fit into all of this, if it has a role at all? 
Because I mean, we oh, they do the super card of honor with New Japan all the time, and you know, I mean, there is some tie there, but I mean, we haven't really been seeing too much of that lately. True. Like I was saying, do you think ROH needs to? Uh, they're still in like their rebuilding process because they did shut down for quite some time. Yeah, I guess so. Because they just brought back the pure title, and they're doing some other stuff. So, oh, this is a good. There you go. They can rent some ANC theaters and read <laughs> real, for real, for real, man. Because they can put the stage on the thing with uh, the projector. At, they can put the ring up there, and people can sit in the audience. And sh- yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, with, with Ring of Honor, in my opinion, I feel like they're just missing the boat right now. They always I, I, feel like that all the time, <laughs> and it sucks. As someone who used to go. As someone who used to go to the old Ring of Honor shows back when they were on DVD, before before they were had before they were on HGNet, before they got signed with Sinclair Broadcasting and stuff, they are Ring of Honor's product is so damn good, even still to this day. Whoever is managing that company is doing them a huge disservice. The fact that they cut ties with Impact years ago, you know what I mean? Like with guys like Homicide couldn't go back and forth or Red couldn't go back and forth and AJ and uh, Daniels and stuff. Like I feel like Ring of Honor has been the most fumbled company business-wise out of all of them. You know, like... Yeah, because for a while there was turning out, you know, a lot of the WWE champions that we have currently. And they were at a point in time from what I can recollect the company to be in for one point in time or whatever. I mean, they were kind of outdrawing or outpacing uh, TNA for a little bit mm-hmm. and then shit changed drastically because they tried to stay inclusive. They tried to be just ROH and, or nothing. It, 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 was the, it was the sale of the company. It was when, when uh, what's the name? I can't remember his name. Uh, when the guy sold the company to Sinclair, uh, first he sold it towards the people towards HDNet, HDNet trying to, yeah. yeah, trying to get the TV deal, and then Sinclair ended up just buying them outright. And yeah. Sinclair, to me, doesn't seem like they give a damn about the company. You have you you run forty percent of cable network television, right? These guys are getting one AM slots here in New England. Mm-hmm. They're getting like random Friday slots in some places, but they're always late night. It's like if I'm not up watching SNL. I wouldn't even know Ring of Honor was on right after SNL. I mean, thank God for DVR, right? For real. Like, if it wasn't for Overrun, I wouldn't even know when Ring of Honor came on. It's like, how are you running 40% of cable companies and you guys aren't anywhere to be seen? But I know Impact is on Twitch. I know AEW is on this channel. I know New Japan is coming to Roku. You know what I mean? But for some reason, Ring of Honor, it's just like, what are we doing here? You're wasting talent. You got so much talent down there. And nobody They're gets like to see him. Want a stepchild at this moment? For real, and I will, and I will always say this: from Ring of Honor from 2006 till 2013 was the best pro wrestling product out there. Period. Yep. I don't care if it was Impact. I don't care if it was WWE. They weren't touching the work rate of those guys during that period. Oh. So, but right now they're lost in the sauce. Why aren't you working with Impact? Why aren't you trying to holler at AEW? I would mark the fuck out if Gals and Anderson in the ring, and then you got the Young Bucks in the ring, and then all of a sudden, them boys, then them boys just show up. You know what I mean? Like, or even in WWE, I've been saying this forever. The Usos are literally the Briscoes. They stole the day one ish is literally the day one promo by Jay Briscoe. 
it's literally like they're a common copy. That's a dream match for me. But Ring of Honor just doesn't want to work with anybody. I, I don't get it. Tony Khan can buy out the management and do his promo commercials. Hey, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Still the best thing on TV on wrestling TV. Tony Khan's <laughs> impact yeah. commercials are the best. He'll let you know as a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> you know, Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan is negative one. He is. Probably is. <laughs> that, 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 they're the same person. You can't tell me different. <laughs> One's got a mask, one don't. Yep. You never see him in the same place at the same time except for that one time, which I don't think it was really him. <laughs> Hologram like Tupac. <laughs> that was another little kid. That's why you're always wearing a mask. You got a stunt double. <laughs> oh, just for the sake, where is so-called horn, uh, horn swallow? Wherever he wants to. You mean the we nominal one? Yeah, the we nominal one. What if he shows up and try to talk shit to negative one? Uh, negative They're one? Roughly the same side. We LC2. <laughs> Still a great match. If y'all don't believe me, go back and watch it. That was a great, great match. Yep. Drew McIntyre just said, screw it, I'm going to jump through a table. <laughs> All right. So, we got anything else we want to put out there in the universe? No. Um, oh, cool. Titty yeah. meat. Titty meat. Titty meat. Uh, we going to make some fantasy Wait. matches? Wait. We going to do that again? <laughs> we, should, we should do a fantasy book pay-per-view one day. I'm so down for it. What are we going to use the cement? Are we going to use Fire Pro? Are we going to use uh, Wrestling Empire? Are we going to use WWE 2K19? Because we ain't going to use 2020. <laughs> I only got 2K18, so. <laughs> All right, 2K18. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I, I, as much as I joke about wanting this, like, major pay-per-view, I would love to fantasy book a AAA, AEW, Impact, and uh, New Japan show. I would love to see how, who can come up with a great card or, how would you got? How would everybody book their shows? Like, I would love for some, for one of us to do something like that. And then, um, I think we should maybe put a time frame on it as well. Between, um, you know, I don't know. We we can probably hash some out or whatever. But we can, based on the talent that they have in these four companies right now, we book our own card given the what we have. You know, what, what we know now, and then whoever's closest to it, whenever they do this event. You know, I don't know to get a high five or something. I don't know. Chris, high five. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> high fives. But anyway, uh, I think this is we done rambled enough. We we gonna go ahead and put a pin on it. Uh, happy bowl day for whoever's celebrating. You know, j I'm just here for the commercials. Cheese. Uh, cheese. Cheese. Yeah, I'm going for too. I gotta, I gotta, I, I, I need to see history, man. Uh, I'm going for the New England Bucks. The New yes. England Bucks. <laughs> going for the New England Bucks, man. It's my boy. He ain't on my team no more. But God damn it, I want to see. I want to see seven. I want to yeah, see seven. I, that's how I feel about Anthony Davis. <laughs> you know, he left New Orleans after so many years, and he went and run him a ring. I was like, I can't feel bad about that because he wasn't gonna do it in New Orleans. <laughs> Oh, Brady and Gronk do it again. Come on, boys. Well, anyway, but on behalf of myself and this lovely, illustrious panel of peoples here with me right now, uh, that's it. Uh, we're going to bid you all adieu. And whenever we do this shit again, we see you then.